0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: Welcome to Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. Your host is Sheila Alley. In this program, we'll help you discover your purpose, passion, and power. We'll help you gain confidence, get the most out of life, and become magnetic. It's time to be the person you deserve to be, and the person to help you with that is the next voice you'll hear. Now, here is Sheila Alley. Hello and welcome.
2: You're listening to Magnetize Your Presence, and I'm your host, Sheila Alley. You can reach me by email at radio at SheilaAlley.com, by telephone at 902-578-0509, and on my social media networks. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, follow me on Twitter, like me on Facebook, or add me on Google+. And never miss an episode by subscribing to us on iTunes. I am so happy you're here today and joining me. My intention for this show and for every show is to give you great information that you can start using right away. And it's also to inspire you to take action and make changes where they might be needed or where you see they might be needed. Today I have um, a wonderful guest and we're going to be talking about dressing to create a magnetic appearance. It's a topic that is dear and true to my heart. When you want to create a captivating appearance, do you know what really counts? Do you know the cuts, the fabrics, the colors that are most flattering for your body? Well, my guest today is Ginger Burr, and we'll be talking about how how to create a captivating appearance. Ginger is a leader in the field of beauty and fashion and believes that your image is about representing you. She is also the author of That So You, Create a Look You Love with Beauty, Style, and Grace. I've known Ginger for a few years and... She is definitely a walking example of beauty and grace. Before we get started, though, I want to let you know that Ginger has a free gift for you that I will be giving you the link to at the end of the show. So hang on, and um, you will get that at the end of the show. So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable and relax, and let's welcome Ginger. Hi, Ginger.
3: Hi, Sheila. I'm happy to be here. So much fun.
2: Yeah, yeah. We're going to have lots of fun. (laughs) We are, and um,
3: please, everyone, forgive me. I have a little touch of um, just getting over laryngitis, so I don't usually sound exactly like this, but hopefully I will, my voice will hold out through the hour.
2: I hope it will, yes. <laughs> so you've been in the fashion and beauty industry for over 25 years. It's a long time. And yeah, it's actually, uh,
3: 30, 30 years. Oh, year. 30. Yeah, mind-boggling, 30 years. yeah.
2: Yeah, so you've learned a few things.
3: Oh, just a few <laughs> <laughs> yeah. many, many out of necessity in the very beginning, just for myself.
2: <laughs> uh, yes, yes, that's how I started to do, actually. <laughs> so um, before we get started, let you, I'd like you to let listeners know why you chose this career and why you think it's important. and like how does it help people?
3: Well, if you had asked me back when I was a teenager or you know, in high school, thinking about careers, if you had asked me if I had to have anything to do with fashion, I would have laughed. And not Mm -hmm. because, but secretly in the back of my head, mind, I would have thought I, I would love to. But I was totally, totally clueless. And, but I had a driving passion for it, but it was the 1970s and nobody, I knew anyway, knew very much about fashion. And so I was in a little bit of a um, quandary there. So I became a music major, and then I worked in the arts administration, and I did creative things, but nothing to do with fashion. And in fact, I struggled a lot personally with my own style. I didn't know how to express myself in a way that felt like me. I always felt like I was um, doing a bad imitation of somebody else. <laughs> and so it was, and I, and I that happened through my teens and through my twenties. And I have, believe I have plenty of pictures to prove it. Um, but I, I desperately wanted to learn. The thing is that, you know, I was growing up at a time when there was no Internet, no makeover TV shows. I mean, there were barely fashion magazines. So we got Red Book and Good Housekeeping. You know, that was about as, as fashionable as we got in my family. And so it wasn't until I was just actually about to turn 30 that I met a woman who was offering a seminar, a three-day seminar, on what she called Fashion, Color, and Image. And I thought, oh, that sounds really good. And and I was taking it for myself. I I really wasn't thinking much beyond that. But this was something that I wanted to learn for me because like many of the women who come to me for help, and I'm sure to you for help, it was, you know, I was stuck And I didn't know how to get unstuck on my own. So I went to this workshop, and I swear, within an hour of just listening to this woman talk, because she talked for about the first hour to two hours, I -hmm. was completely mesmerized. I thought, this is where I need to be. She's the one to teach me. I'm so impressed with all she knows. And she was glamorous. In a very Mm -hmm. approachable way, not standoffish way, but in a very approachable way. And I thought, this is what I want. This is what I want. And... Mm-hmm. And, th- and after three days there, I was even more sure of that. She basically gave me permission to dress in a way that I had never, that none of my friends dressed like I wanted to dress. I mm-hmm. didn't even know I wanted to dress that way, actually, until she introduced me to it. But I, she introduced me to a way of expressing myself, to learning about color and makeup and style. I mean, mm-hmm. as much as you can learn in three days. It was intensive, but, you know, it's a it's a lifelong journey. and. right. Um, so it was at that point that I realized that this was something that I could not possibly be the only woman who was struggling li- with this and that I could help other women. So I got this woman to agree to teach me, and I then started sharing it with other women because I realized the value of it. My self-esteem increased. My self-confidence increased. I just um, I felt even more, even sometimes even more than that, I felt more at home in my own body. Because when I put certain clothes on, I thought, this is me. I don't care what anybody else thinks. I feel good. And then I didn't have to think about it anymore. And I think part of, uh, of, of the importance of that is that then it frees up your head to be able to go and do other things in your life and not be thinking about, am I dressed appropriately or this is uncomfortable or whatever it might be. I realized the value of that all in a three-day period. It was really quite remarkable.
2: I think so. That's a lot in three days. It was. I had a similar uh, thing happen to me, only thing it was a teacher. I had, when I just finished high school and I went into, into secretarial work, and she was somebody I looked at and thought, wow, she looks so nice and she dresses so well. And it was the first time I had really seen that. And I didn't have a clue how to do it. I always made mistakes and bought things that didn't go together. And so I I think after that, I start looking. And when you look, you find.
3: Yeah.
2: So, yeah. So it's a, I, it's a kind of a similar journey, I guess. And I think probably it's because we were interested in the first, we are interested. And when you see that somebody that really catches your eye, you think, yeah, I really want that. Yeah. So the thing, um, a lot of women get mixed up that I've noticed. A lot of women get mixed up in style and fashion. And they spend a lot of money on clothes that are fashionable. They go for all the latest trends. And what I've noticed is it kind of mixes them up. And they don't know how to dress. And um, they spend a lot of money and really end up with nothing. So, but probably just a few things that they can wear. What do you see um, as a difference between fashion and style? And how would you tell, be able to point that out to someone who didn't know?
3: It's so funny that you say that because I I do see some women who, um, you know, kind of follow the trends and buy a lot of things that are current and then try to make a style out of that. Um, I also see some women who they get stuck in a decade and they're afraid mm-hmm. to go beyond that because they don't feel confident in their style. And to me, the difference between fashion and style is, is fashion is pretty much what you said. It's the clothes that are out there. It's what's in current at the time. It's the clothes that are in the stores. Those That's fashion. But mm-hmm. style is how you take that fashion and make it your own. How you combine things, how you um, add color or prints or pattern, or just putting your own personality into it, and um, and it's more than clothes too. It it may have to do with how you wear your makeup or how you wear your hair. I mean, we've all worn our hair different ways, most of us mm-hmm. anyway. You know, over the decades, it's how you hold, you know, how you hold yourself, and it's it's a whole um, way of being that becomes. Um, you that that where you integrate who you are into the fashion of the times, so you may be classic or you might be trendy or you might be sporty or whatever it is it's putting your personality into that, so people can identify you in a way by how you present yourself um it, it just sounds like it's a oh that's Sheila's style, you know and they say it with um admiration, not with oh my God, that's Sheila's style which, you <laughs> no. know and, and you know what if that, that's okay if you... Lo- it's like goth. I never, I would never have dress, dressed in a goth way, but I appreciated the people who could do it really well.
1: You know, mm-hmm. it's...
3: Um, so there's nothing wrong with any of it. It's, it's what really speaks to your heart. And when you know when you found your style, when it makes you happy every day when you get dressed. When you're just putting on clothes, whether they're trendy or they're stuck back a few decades, and then you're just dressing in whatever... You're just dressing in clothes. It, it yeah. isn't really speaking to a style that exudes your personality.
2: No, and that also uh, rings true for me too. Because I like uh, some of those um, the style with long dresses, kind of like the hippie style. Mm, yes. If, you, <laughs> if that's not even a style, but you know what I mean, like long dresses, long hair. But I wouldn't, I can't do that. Like that is not me. Yeah. But I like it. I like it. When I see other women dressed like it, I like it.
3: Well, it's so funny because when I was Mm -hmm. in my 20s, I did a lot of folk dancing. And I would admire these women. They were sort of folksy, bohemian. They would look great. They could throw on something and be barefoot dancing, and they would look so perfectly perfect for them. I would put it on, and I'd feel like I was wearing my pajamas, or I'd feel completely out of sorts. And so I, I, I think you're right. There are certain things that... Just speak to us and are us. And there are other things that we can admire, but if we put them on, they're not going to feel right when they're on our bodies.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that can be a mistake when you look at someone and you see something that looks really nice on them and you think, maybe I should get that. Mm-hmm. And maybe I should, and then you like do that and then it doesn't work for you. And maybe yes. you see someone else. And then, uh, actually I had a, experience of that when I was really young Uh, I had two friends one and this has more to do with color but one was really light coloring and one was dark like I am and uh, the the, one of the girls she had this the light girl girl had this lilac colored dress and it looked absolutely beautiful on her and we were on our way out to um, some kind of an event and the dark-haired girl wanted to look like her. She was kind of jealous of her, I guess. <laughs> and really? she thought, if I have this dress, I'll, I'll look like her. I knew that was on her mind. And I was kind of in the back watching. And she did talk this young girl out of it and she, to, her, to wear her dress. So she did. She put it on. And when she did, I thought, wow, I can see how this doesn't suit her at all. Um, not just in her coloring, but also in her style. Yeah. And, but I guess what she didn't know, that she did have a style that was just as much uh, impactful, but it wasn't that one. Right. Yeah. So that was, I actually saw it in action. And that was a, hmm, this is interesting, that this one dress can look so different on two people.
3: Yes. That's were, that's very powerful. It's a powerful example. Yeah.
2: And they were both the same size, same height, same right. weight.
3: Right? Yeah, yes. I, and we've all had um, known women, and, and we may have done it ourselves, where we go mm-hmm. to a store and we see something on a mannequin, and we put it on and think, oh well, if they had it that way in the store, it must be meant to go together. And then you look in the mirror and you think, I don't think so. You know, <laughs> so yeah, it it really is about exploring. It's about exploring.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, especially for mannequins because they're not even real women. Right. They're not even That's real for sure. Sizes. Yes.
3: Yes. And often the clothes have been pinned behind or taped in some way or held in in a a way that's not the way the actual make of the garment is. So you put it on, you you can feel like a sack of potatoes when it didn't look that way on the mannequin.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And actually, there are pins in the back usually. Yes, it's true. (laughs) So you mentioned before about styles and... Having your own style, and I find that I know what my style is. But I also like to, even though I would, I don't follow fashion trends, but I do like to put some different fashions in for fun to make it to spruce it up. Um, what What are your thoughts about that? Do you oh, do my, that I I think it's
3: really important to have a little pizzazz in your wardrobe, whatever mm-hmm. that might mean to you. The thing that I'm, and I think you know this about me, the thing that for me is critical, and that is that you stay true to yourself. But we all have different sides of ourselves. And it can be easy to be stuck in one rut when really there's, um, you know, like for instance, I have a client who on the one hand she's colorful and quirky and on the other hand she's intense. And so sometimes we have to marry those things. Or some, some days there are times when she wants to be a little more intense and a little less quirky. And so you have to know when to bring in those different parts of yourself and it can be a game and it can be fun and it can be incredibly powerful and valuable because depending on what you're doing on any given occasion, you can decide to be more colorful or more quirky or more intense or whoever you are in, you know, replacing those words with who you are. Um, but I think mm-hmm. as long as you're staying true to, who, to you and some part of you, then absolutely none of us wants to feel boring. Um, so, no. taking it up a little bit is, all, and, and it's another thing that I recommend to all of my clients, and actually women everywhere, and that is, try on different things. What's the worst thing that can happen? You can put it on and you can laugh and go, Oh my God, this looks terrible, and take mm-hmm. it off. But if you don't try it on, you might not know because one out of every 20 things might be a gem that on the on the hanger it looks horrible, but you put it on and you think, wow, I could work with this or you could belt it or or put a vest over it or whatever it might be and make it your own. But if you didn't try it on to begin with, then you won't know that.
2: No. Yeah. And that's the fun of it all too, to try things on. Yeah. Just to see. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. So, when it comes to being magnetic, and you know I'm all about magnetism, (laughs) why do you think what you wear is important?
3: Well, it's important, I think, for two reasons. One is that when you feel good yourself about what you're wearing and and how you're presenting yourself visually, because it is more than clothes, but when you feel good about what you wear, you'll feel more comfortable in your... In, in who you are, and you'll feel more self-confident. And when you feel self-confident, that in and of itself, you project that and you're more magnetic just for being that way. If you're not mm-hmm. feeling good about what you're wearing, then you can be distracted or you can, it, or the message that you're putting across by the clothes that you wear can feel confusing to people. And, and mm-hmm. as I always tell people, when the confused mind always says no, so if somebody's right. thinking, well, maybe I'll go talk to her, and then they're feeling like, well, I don't really know who she is, they might say, oh, but I can tell who that person is, but I'm going to go talk to her instead. Um, and the other reason is that you do, and, and this is kind of tied in with what I just said, but you want people to be intrigued by who you are and be right. drawn to the message that you're putting out there. and. Be assured that every single time you step out into the world, you are making a statement about who you are by what you wear. Even if you hate fashion, even if you don't really care, you're making a statement. And it's that mm-hmm. statement that someone is then either drawn to or not drawn to. And in my opinion, we want to put a message out there that we're controlling, to, you know, as much as you can control what other people think, but that we feel good about. So that there's the best chance that we will then attract um, magnetize to us those people who we're supposed to meet, who are meant to be in our lives, who are meant to connect with, and it's partly it's partly that self-confidence and it's partly the visual message that we're putting out there that intrigues people to come and learn more.:
2: yeah, wow, that's you're right um it's. All about that energy and the kind of energy you're putting out too. Because if you, absolutely, if, if you, if you dress the way you want, you know, it within your style, dress for your style, and then you feel confident, your energy changes. As opposed to if you f- feel like I really want to hide because I don't really, I'm not really sure with what I'm wearing, if it's good. So, when you feel good about yourself, and as you said before, you, for everything else, you need, you can just forget. So your energy is good, and people are attracted to that when you when they feel that good vibe. And you can go out and be yourself.
3: Yes. And, and it, it doesn't very, have to be flamboyant yeah. or ostentatious. It just needs no. to be you.
2: Yeah. I think that's something that a lot of women uh, miss, is a part of being them. They want it. They probably know it subconsciously, but they don't really know it. Yeah. That, um, that if they dress... For the way they the for, per, for the person they are and authentically they would feel so much better shopping would be easier uh, they would save money and um, getting dressed would be like a dream <laughs> and I don't know about you but I'm sure I love to get dressed I'm sure you do too yeah Absolutely. Yeah, and, and I always dress in a way that I like so when I look in the mirror before I leave to go anywhere I say Yeah, I like this, and I feel good. Yeah, it makes a world of difference. It
3: does, and you don't have to have a lot of clothes to be able to do it.
2: No, no, you don't.
3: Yeah, I think that people don't always know how.
2: (laughs) Obviously, that's
3: uh, that's where they're stuck—is knowing how, and and that's why you and I and image consultants are out there in the world, and that's why I went to somebody. I mean, I didn't figure this out on my own to begin with at all. No, I had to have somebody show me the way. So there's no. Um, embarrassment in that at all. It's, you know, you're learning something new. It doesn't mean that, you know, we don't necessarily know how to dress ourselves coming out of the womb. We need to be taught. And we weren't always taught. And things change, too. So being able to, you know, stay current, um is important because our bodies change and lifestyle changes and fashions change. And so being able to keep up with that, it's getting dressed is is a lifelong journey and and hopefully it's a fun one for people. That's the idea is that it be fun.
2: Yes, you're certainly right about that. It's all about fun and actually, yeah. And being comfortable afterwards. It looks like we're coming up to a break right now. So to all of you listening, I want you to us to stay connected and the way to do this is to get my weekly magnetic presence tips that is a magnetism tip that's sent to you every week in your inbox and when you get this you'll also get my seven-step magnetic presence formula which is an easy download and my gift to you for being a loyal listener so go to magnetizeyourpresence.com enter your name and email address and I'll send it over to you right on right away uh, and I will see you back here in two minutes.
1: It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Do you ever walk into a room and feel invisible? Do you ever wonder just what it is that some people just seem to have? In today's highly competitive market, you need a magnetic image, or as Sheila Alley calls it, your MI. You can find it at yourMI.ca. Don't wait one more moment. Are you ready to rock your image and make it magnetic? Are you ready to maximize your image and feel more confident? The next time you walk into that room, be noticed. Find your MI at yourMI.ca. That's your mi.ca. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. This is Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. To reach Sheila Alley or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at SheilaAlley.com. Now back to magnetize your presence. We're
2: back. And if you're just joining us, I'm talking with Ginger Burr about dressing to create a magnetic appearance. And if you want to hear the whole show, which I'm sure you do, you can get the replay on my homepage at voiceamerica.com. So we, when we left off, we were talking about mag, being magnetic and why what you wear is important if you want to be magnetic. And so, Ginger, I also now want to talk about comfort and why, why it's important to have what you wear comfortable.
3: I love that question. I swear that whenever I ask a woman, what's the most important thing about your clothes? She will say that they'd be comfortable. And maybe mm-hmm. that's because I work primarily with women over 40. I don't know. We're tired of, you know, having to pull at things and squish into things and that kind of thing. So comfort mm-hmm. is critical. But what often happens, I find is that women sacrifice style for comfort because they don't know that they can have both of those things together. And, There's no reason. In this day and age where there's stretch fabrics and things are so soft, you can't believe it, there's no reason that we can't have both. So comfort is, I think, critical because the last thing any of us wants to do is put something on and five minutes later wish it was eight hours later and you could take it off again. Um, So, you know, being comfortable is really important. It's a matter of... um, looking beyond your workout wear, which I find a lot... I don't know, Sheila, if you find this or not, but I have Mm -hmm. found that a lot of women these days are defaulting to their workout clothes because they're easy, they're accepted out there in the world, um, and they don't have to try too hard to make it work. But Mm -hmm. it also has, pretty much mostly, has no personality whatsoever. So I'm... My... I encourage women to get out of their workout clothes and start looking for other options that feel comfortable, that feel like they have a little more style and feel like they express who they are at the same time because you can have all of those things together.
2: Yes, I I do see that. And there seems to be a big wave of it, all these black stretch pants. Yes. Yes and And you're right, because I've heard women say that it's easy, and they're so glad that they have it. But I think the reason is is because they don't know how to dress otherwise, and they're probably used to being uncomfortable. And and I've also heard a lot of women say they don't like wearing pantyhose before the same reason that it's uncomfortable. Yeah, so uh, if you find something that's comfortable, And you really don't know how to dress otherwise. You haven't been taught because, like you said before, we're not taught how to dress. And if we we aren't taught, we're going to go with the flow and go with whatever the fashion designers say, whatever the stores have out there, and what we see our friends wear. So when something comes along that's really comfortable, it just makes sense that you'd go to it but it doesn't make style sense. (laughs) I want to say that. (laughs) Well, the other thing, too, that
3: I've found is that women, a lot of women over 40, and particularly those women who have gone through menopause, a a large majority of them, their bodies have shifted, either because they've had children or because they've gone through menopause or maybe they've just gained weight in general or even sometimes lost weight. But when their Mm -hmm. body changes and they don't know what to do with this foreign body, they go for whatever feels easy, convenient, and oftentimes hide. They feel like they're hiding. And workout wear, you know, it does that. It can do that very easily. Yoga, yoga pants and a sweatshirty type thing. And, you know, it's accepted out there. Everybody just thinks you're going to work out. And uh, mm-hmm. so women default to that, which I think is, is I understand it. And I think it's sad, because I believe that all women are beautiful, and when you just go to your workout wear, you're not really um, expressing yourself in a way that shows your natural beauty, and that's then our job, is to help women to recapture their beauty and learn how to express it and still be comfortable I promise it can be done you, you know that I know that and I promise I, we've both done it with lots and lots of women um, there's no reason that you have to sacrifice style for
2: comfort no you definitely don't and what happens for if you're if you're in a sea of all these dark clothes and pants and stretch wear that when you do uh, dress stylish people really notice yes yeah. Uh, You'll stand out more, and which is probably something you might want to do or might not want to do, but it's good to stand out in a good way. I think it is anyway.
3: That's the key right there, is standing out in a good way. A lot of women are, I think, afraid sometimes to take that step towards whatever might feel stylish to them because Mm -hmm. they are worried about standing out. They're worried about standing out in a way that makes them look silly or feel Mm -hmm. like um, they're trying to be more than who they are. I mean, a lot of us as women have always been taught to kind of downplay ourselves. So right. it's, um, it's, it's, the, it's owning who you are and making sure that the, the statement that you're making is authentic. And, and that's what also, you know, it, when you have either someone who can help you to see that with, however you're dressing – um, the choices you're making that are stylish are not making you look silly or making you look fat or whatever women worry about, then you can relax and just go with it and have it be okay. But sometimes it's getting that, um, I don't want to use the word approval, but just encouragement, I guess, is the word. Encouragement mm-hmm. to step out a little from the yoga pants and sweatshirty type thing. And, and you know, to be honest with you, there are, in fact, I'm wearing a pair right now, there are really stylish pull-on pants that are beautiful. They're Mm -hmm. not yoga pants. They have much more style than that. They often are made of a fabric that's a little bit heavier, so you feel like they kind of hold you in. Generally, you do need to wear something that covers your butt, but they're super comfortable. Put on a great pair of boots, flat or heels, whatever you want, a fun, you know, simple top and a pretty necklace or scarf, and you're done. It's easy, and you can still be comfortable.
2: That's right. Yeah, I know. Another thing I hear women saying, though, is if they don't know about this, they think that if I have to dress stylish, or dress in my style, I don't have time for that. What do you say Mm -hmm. to that?
3: Well, the reason they think they don't have time for that is that they don't know how to shop. They don't know what they're looking for. They don't know Mm -hmm. how to streamline that experience. They walk into a store usually and they wander around and they either default to things they've already bought before because it's easy and they can't wait to get out of the store, or they spend a ton of time trying things on and leave with one thing and it feels like a big giant waste of time which i totally understand no one has time to do that i don't want to do that i don't want to go wander around i want to be if i'm shopping for myself i want to get in and get out i want to have a good time mm-hmm. doing it and i want to find things that i like but um you have to have the tools that will help you to make the um navigating a store more manageable and knowing and also knowing what stores to shop in and understanding how to um complete an outfit, how to mix and match things there are it's it's kind of like creating a garden. If you start to make a garden and you go to the garden store and you just grab a whole bunch of plants and you stick them in there. first mm-hmm. of all, you're probably not going to have a good balance of color or height. Um, some may not be good for whatever the soil is or the amount of light, so some will die and you know and then you end up with this scraggly looking garden and you think, oh, forget it. I'm just going to plant grass, you know, and that's kind of what <laughs> happens with people in their, in their wardrobes. They go out, they shop, they buy things, they get home and they go, well, I thought I'd like that in a store, but I don't really. And yeah. they kind of give up. They, they give up. Um, they don't want to waste money and they don't want to waste their time on things that they're not going to wear that, or that don't make them feel good. But it's all about having the tools to be able to make that process and that experience easier.
2: You're right. You're right. And that's certainly the key to it, to have those tools and know what you're shopping for. Because you're right, there's nothing worse than have to buy stuff that it's no good once you get it home or be frustrated in a store because there's nothing to buy. And I hear that all the time, too. There's nothing yeah. to buy or I don't know where to shop. And a lot of people say to me, so where did you get that? Where did you get that? <laughs> but it's because I know where to shop and I know what I what I want and I usually have a list uh, of what I need to fill my wardrobe and when I see it I get it uh, sometimes yeah. it's not always there sometimes it's not so but I always know what I want so when I see it I get it absolutely absolutely yeah, makes, it, makes it a lot easier So when you know
3: the formula then you know how to yeah. pick up little things here and there and say oh that would look great with that dress that I have at home you know that kind of thing but it's you know mm-hmm. you need to know the colors you need to know who you're dressing, you need to, I call them inner beauty words, you need to know your inner beauty words, you need to know, you know, where should things hit you on your body to balance your body vertically, because sometimes you can put a dress on, or a top on, and all it needs is to be shortened an inch and a half, and it'll be perfect, you know, that kind of thing, it's knowing those little things for yourself that make all the difference in the world, and can cut your time in half or more when it comes to shopping.
2: Wow, you just really touched on something there about (laughs) how things fit and the different lengths and stuff. With women who are not, every woman is different. Our our bodies are all different and we're all different. We have our weight in different places. We have our height distributed in different places. And you could have two women, the same weight, same height, but they're totally different.
3: Absolutely. And that makes
2: a difference in in how the clothes fit. So a lot of women think, if I, if I go to a store and I buy some, if it doesn't fit me off the rack, there's something wrong with me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's my body. And then they start feeling bad about their bodies.
3: Yeah. And, ready to wear yeah. is not always that ready to wear.
2: No, it's not. No.
3: yeah, and I i have a tailor. I,
2: yeah, I tell my um, clients that if they... If they can, very seldom a person can actually go in and buy things off the rack and it's going to fit. Most people need to have some kind of um, alterations done. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yes. you got so, yeah, to plan, plan that in, in your budget. You have to plan it in your budget. And the other yeah. option is I have one, I have some women who will say to me, "Oh, I, you know, I can't find pants off the rack. And often it's women who have a little bit fuller hip and a tiny waist. And I'll say, mm-hmm. it needs to go to a tailor. Now, but I don't want to right. do that. Why should I have to do that? It's because, well, the fit models for these particular designers don't have your exact body. So you, have, you oh. can spend the rest of your life shopping around trying to find a pair of pants that fit your, fits your body perfectly, and maybe you'll luck into one. But for, you know, $15 and saving a lot of time, you can take it to the tailor, and you've got a perfectly fitting pair of pants. So a tailor mm-hmm. is your best friend, your best friend.
2: Yes that yeah you're definitely right about that. And that that's something we could call a secret that most women don't know about. I know. I know. Yeah, and actually it's it's not good because what they do is they blame it on themselves and blame it it's my body that does not right.
3: Yes. And that's bad. It's never your body. It's no. Lovely. I I recently got a dress from a, a consignment store, a really beautiful, in fact, full price. It would have been relatively expensive, and they were having a going-out-of-business sale, and I got this great dress. But mm-hmm. I knew that I wouldn't wear it as a dress. First of all, I felt like it clung too much to my thighs, and, um, and I don't wear a lot of dresses. I probably should, but I don't. I took it to the tailor, and I had it cut into a top. I wear it all the time now, all the time. So just because something is made... The way the designer makes it doesn't mean you have
2: to wear it that way. No, that's a great idea. Yeah, to do that, and that's because you're used to you. You have an eye. You know all the rules. That yes. anyone can learn, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And so, you, anyone could do that. Yeah, it's very it's a great point. Um, yeah, so. I see we're coming up to another break right now and um, I don't want to really get started on a new topic. So um, for all of you who are listening, um, I want us to stay connected and the way to do this is get my, to get my weekly magnetic present tips, which is a magnetism tip that's sent to you every week in your inbox. And when you do that, you'll also get the seven step magnetic presence formula, which is all of the steps in an easy download. So while we're on break, go to magnetizeyourpresence.com, enter your name and email, and I'll send that over to you right away. And I will see you back here in two minutes.
1: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you ever walk into a room and feel invisible? Do you ever wonder just what it is that some people just seem to have? In today's highly competitive market, you need a magnetic image, or as Sheila Alley calls it, your MI. You can find it at your MI.ca. Don't wait one more moment. Are you ready to rock your image and make it magnetic? Are you ready to maximize your image and feel more confident? The next time you walk into that room, be noticed. Find your MI at yourMI.ca. That's your MI.ca. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. This is Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. To reach Sheila Alley or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at SheilaAlley.com. Now back to magnetize your presence.
2: We're back, and if you're just joining us, I'm talking with Ginger Burr about dressing to create a magnetic appearance. And if you want to hear the whole show, you can get the replay on my homepage at voiceamerica.com. So when we left off, we were talking about feeling comfortable in what you're wearing and how easy it is to be dressed well if you know all the steps, which can be learned. That's a good thing to know. So Ginger, when we're talking about uh, women and how they dress and shopping and that kind of stuff and magnetism, would you say that the fashion world is magnetic or has it changed or was it ever?
3: (laughs) Um, Is the fashion world magnetic right now? Yeah. My answer to that is mostly no. You know, it's really interesting because I wrote a blog post about this not too long ago because I was finding myself so frustrated out there in the stores because, I, you know, I do a lot of shopping with clients and different clients and different personalities and different styles and sizes and all of that, and I just kept seeing a lot of the same stuff over and over and over, same colors, same everything, and I read this fabulous article that basically said that the reason stores are in trouble, the reason that people aren't shopping the way they were is not because everybody's buying things online because they're not, although people are shopping online, there's no doubt about it, but people still like to go to the stores, but Mm -hmm. they're bored. They're bored. What's out there in the stores lately has not been that exciting. And it's time. You know, part of it is I think they must, if there, it used to be years ago that they would put out a, um, a collection two or four times a year. And what they put Mm -hmm. out was what there was to buy. Now, it's monthly and sometimes twice a month that the stores, particularly when we get into fast fashion, that they're putting out um, new lines and new colors and new all of that, but they're not making it that different from what was there before, so... Women think, oh, I already have that in my closet, so I don't need to buy another one. Or they just put mm-hmm. something on and they go, ugh, this didn't work on me a year ago. It's not working on me now. And they just say, I'm just going to keep what I've got and wear that. So do I think the, mag- the fashion world right now is magnetic? I think we have to work harder to make it magnetic, unfortunately. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's why I do a lot of research for my clients. I'm always looking for new ways, new stores, new designers, new something that can give them a little, you know, perk things up a little bit. Um, I think years ago, you know, in the 20s and the 30s and the 40s and 50s and 60s, you know, any time out there, yes, fashion was magnetic. It was exciting. If you look at some of the older movies, some of the clothes Mm -hmm. or period movies, oh, the clothes were just gorgeous. Now, they may not all have been super comfortable, but we can translate those things. I would love to see them go back to some '40s styles and just put the comfort twist on them, and it would be gorgeous. But I, you know, I'm not as enamored of what's out there in the fashion world right now. But I'm always hopeful. I figure we have to hit rock bottom
2: before we go mm-hmm. back up, and
3: I'm hoping this is like the worst it ever gets. What do you think? I, hope so, am, I too. am I alone in this thinking?
2: No, you're not. You're right. Um, I hope it does, doesn't does get much worse. What we need, I guess, are more fashion designers. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we yeah, certainly need more different things. Do you think maybe it's because women are wearing all these stretchy clothes and that fashion designers might have lost their enthusiasm? I wonder. I, like I don't that. know what <laughs>
3: designers have done at all, but of course I know they design for the 20-somethings and teenagers. They but, do, yeah. um, they're, um They're just not being, I don't think they're being as creative or as aware of women's bodies as they really should be. You know, we get a lot of, I have a number of clients who work in more conservative fields and they want jackets, the suit jackets to go or, Blazers to go over things, and everything looks like a man's wear jacket in gray and black. I'm like, come on, can we have something besides that? So I have to hunt harder to find those pieces. Um, and so I don't know if designers are bored. I don't know if it's a result of the, you know, what, what designers are being called upon right now to do is to make things cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. Because women right. have gotten used to having everything be on sale and everything being... Super inexpensive. We have fast fashion stores popping up everywhere. And when that happens, you can't put those little beautiful um, details into something because it costs money. And people apparently won't pay for it. Now, I don't think that's true because I have clients who will pay a little bit more for something because instead of going out and buying three or four shirts, they'll buy two that are. Beautiful that they'll wear a lot um, if they can find those. So it's being able to find mm-hmm. those beautiful pieces. So I think fast fashion is doing a number on the fashion world. And I also think that a lot of times women are looking to the same old stores, and I won't name any here, but you all know what they are mm-hmm. the same old stores. To give them something different and that doesn't always happen this is where you need to get out if you're not finding what you want at the stores you've always been shopping at you need to go out and take it an afternoon and go around your neighborhood and check out some boutiques or some consignment shops not all boutiques are super expensive and they all have sales so go out and check those out um, explore online and find some new places that you haven't looked at before i even have a shoe store that's based out of London, that has free shipping and free returns to the U.S.
2: Wow. So, you
3: know, there's there are places out there we just have to look a little bit harder. But never settle. Don't ever settle for good enough. Just wear what you've got already that's good enough and keep looking for the things that will make your wardrobe feel magnetic, feel exciting, make you want to get dressed in the morning.
2: I know. And you're right. That's where I find a lot of my stuff that because I like different things and it's at little boutiques those big box stores have everything looks the same yeah it does and, after a while <laughs> yeah and when you see something different it really stands out as noticeable and and great and something you mentioned earlier too about like the the 40s and the 20s and and those movies because of course we were we weren't back there but it's it seemed like people dressed better back then, and they had a lot more style, and they they kind of put more emphasis on it. Yeah, and I and that's what it is. I think people people get into a groove of if I don't care, well you don't care, and this person doesn't care, so nobody cares. And then if right. you if you do, you stand out. And of course, well maybe you want don't want to, but I think it it's just something that catches on. And years ago. And I would like to go back to that time, too, where everybody took pride in how they dressed, and they put some time and effort in it.
3: Yes, and absolutely.
2: Yeah. It, um, it's just more fun. I don't know. To me, it is anyway.
3: <laughs> and how long can we regurgitate the 1970s? I feel like it's been years. That they keep saying, oh, the 70s styles are in. I'm like, please, they weren't even that great back then, and I lived through them. (laughs) Why do we keep, you know, why not go back to some of the 40s or or even 50s, 20s? Choose the best of what was there. And And right now, if I see one more cold shoulder top, I'm going to scream. You know, we've we've been there, done that. How many cold shoulder tops can you have in your closet? I mean, really, it's not a staple. It's not something you're going to wear every single day. So stop showing them to us. We're done. Bring them back again in 10 years. It'll be new and exciting. But, you know, it's really no. time for some new things. Get your head out of the 70s and look for something different. I don't know. This is just... My thinking, you know, we've, uh, I don't know, I get, I get frustrated sometimes. And, if I, and then I think, if I'm frustrated, just imagine what women in general feel like who maybe shopping isn't their favorite thing to do, or they don't have enough mm. time to do it, or their body has changed and now they need to go out and figure out how to dress this body. If, it, if they're just seeing the same old stuff all the time and things that maybe didn't work on them to begin with, then... They they give up they give up and I I don't want to hear that I don't want to hear women give up.
2: No, I don't either. And they uh, then one it kind of is the same kind of thing. It grows and they just talk to each other and say, Oh, it's because it's the middle aged spread, and that's why my clothes don't fit. So that's that's it, and I can't do anything about it.
3: Yeah, we so, both know
2: that's not true. <laughs> but we know it's not true. But I know pig, why you're frustrated. Women.
3: I totally understand it. Understand it. And, yeah. um, and I know that they, they can look great. They can, you and I have just mm-hmm. helped women dress all, uh, women of all sizes and shapes and, and heights and coloring and all of that. Yeah. It's, everyone can look fabulous.
2: I know, I know. So we've got to go and spread that more. That's for <laughs> sure, that's for sure. <gasps> yeah, well, that's what we're doing right now. We're spreading the word that you can look great no matter who you are or how big or small or what you are. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> don't give up don't give up no and you know what it's empowering to think to know that it is empowering. you're right you're right it is yeah so for someone who's probably listening to us and they're thinking okay I don't know how to dress where do I start how would they know like how would they know what's their best styles like do you have any steps or anything like that you'd like to share
3: well, I usually start in a little different place from what some people do. I, I don't start with body shapes, and here's what you wear if you're pear shaped or apple shaped, because I find, personally I find that confuses a lot of women. So mm-hmm. I start in two places. One is, you know, first of all, you have to know what are you dressing for. What are your wardrobe needs? You know, do you work, and if you do, is it in a in a casual setting or a more formal setting? You know, what are your your social needs and your, you know, do you have need clothes to run errands in? Do you have children? Are you sitting at hockey games all the time? Do you travel a lot? What, are, what do you need clothes for? Because it's hard to go out there and buy things and then get home and go, oh, I already have five t-shirts at home. I really needed something to wear to this bar mitzvah. You know, it's, it's really understanding what your personal lifestyle wardrobe needs are. So making a list, very, very, very important. And then secondly, and we've talked about this a bunch as we've gone along, is you need to know who you are. You need to know, are you somebody who is dynamic, or are you serene, or are you, you know, passionate, or, you know, dainty, or confident, or, you know, beaming? What is it? What makes you you? Because that's going to give you absolutely invaluable information about how to dress Mm -hmm. yourself. I mean, I have, if I had two clients standing in front of me, one is, they're both the same height, and size, and coloring, and one has an inner beauty word of, you know, quietly feisty, and another one has one of joyfully effusive, those are different, those are different, or Mm -hmm. quiet power, or pretty spunky, or, you know, or just quirky, or, you know, serene whatever it is you need to know who you're dressing because otherwise you're going to go out there and you might look great in something but if it doesn't speak to who you are on the inside you will never feel comfortable in that outfit so Mm -hmm. understanding who you are and then just the third just because i have to do it the third one and you and i both talk about this a lot the third mm-hmm. one is color. You absolutely stop settling for black and gray all the time. Nothing wrong with those colors, especially black. Having a little bit of black in your wardrobe is fine. But a wardrobe that's entirely black, which I find a number of women default to, it make, it takes away all that radiance. It It feels blah after a while. And sometimes when we get over 40 or 50, it's not doing us any favors. So no. knowing what colors you look good in, are great. It's great. It's critical, in fact. You know, can you wear the more jewel tones? Do you need the softer tones? Do you need things that are muted or things that are a little bit heathered? What does your coloring call for? And having oh, yeah. that information at your fingertips will make shopping easier, make getting dressed easier. It'll make mixing and matching easier.
2: Oh, great. Wonderful. Ginger, time has just flown. And oh, we are no, it's time, under? yeah. <laughs> so I just want to let our listeners know that they can get your free gift at 10fashionsecrets.com, and that's 1010fashionsecrets.com. 10, 10, 10, 10, it's been so wonderful speaking to you today and thank you so much for joining me from all over the world and I hope you do take Ginger's tips and strategies and apply them to your life and business and I hope you're inspired and thank you very, very much for listening and I would love to hear from you so let me know how I can support you or if you have any questions and you can email me at radio at SheilaAlley.com I'm your host Sheila Alley and you've been listening to Magnetize Your Presence.
1: Thank you for tuning in this week to magnetize your presence the art of creating charisma please join your host Sheila Alley and another of her amazing guests next Monday at 2 p.m pacific time and 5 p.m eastern time on the voice america empowerment channel get ready for another magnetic event next week